And that's what you call a cold open, everybody. <laughs> Miss, why are you so horny for pets? <laughs> I'm so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby's horny for pets. <laughs> I was talking to my cat. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was talking to my puss. You were talking to your puss. Ooh, oh, why are you so lonely. horny for pets, puss? Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, everyone. How the, the hell are you? <laughs> the day of our Lord. Oh, Lord. Yeah. How uh, are you? <laughs> uh, well, hang on. Don't answer that. Okay. Welcome to Three Sunny Ladies. That, that is... is oh, oh, you go. That is Joseph... Canigula. C- who? Canigula. Canigula? Yep. Okay. Yes. Uh, Bailey. And that is Susan Loquashtis. <laughs> that sounds like that uh, that eyelash stuff. <laughs> that is Susan Latisse <laughs> Jacobs. And I am Joe Sky Rizzy Bailey. Sky Rizzy? I often I question the names they give these drugs. Like, are they trying to make them fun sounding? I don't know. I feel like they just take, like, they put the alphabet up on the wall and they just pull letters down. <laughs> you have a chronic debilitating <laughs> disease, but guess what? You can take scarizing <laughs> or quantifotics. <laughs> oh, hey. Hi. How are you? What's happening? <laughs> hey. Hi. Hey. Hi. Um, nothing. I I get to go to work today, which is so oh great. Oh my god, why? I had to work last night. Ooh. Opened the show on Friday. Yes, yes, yes. So just busy, 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 which is and- just how I fucking love it. <laughs> yep. You, if, if anyone knows anything about you, you love being busy. <laughs> All the goddamn time. <clears throat> <sighs> um... Uh, ooh, what was I gonna say? How was uh, how was the opening? Uh, it was good. We had a little disturbance. Uh, the place was double booked, so there was a political rally happening just outside awesome. our doors. Cool, 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 um, cool, 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 cool. But we got through it. All right. It was fine till the chanting started. Really. Oh my god. Um, but you know what are you gonna do? What were- Boo theater. Gross. <laughs> But it was all all right. All right. All right. Uh, and yeah, and now my work is done on the show, which is just so weird to me. The, yeah. This gargantuan project that I've been stressing about for the better part of a year is now it's over done. for me. Look at that. Yeah, it's crazy. Look at it. <laughs> Look at um, that shit. Look at it. Um, How are you? You know, I'm okay. I, uh, I'm okay. This, um, I am leaving for Arizona. Uh, technically Tuesday, but it'll, I'm leaving for the airport, like, probably like four or five in the morning. Mm, which um, is Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But you know what it, <laughs> Not only up. is it technically Tuesday. It's Tuesday. You know, I don't, um, I hate to break this to you. When you look at a calendar and my clocks and stuff, it is actually Tuesday. Um, 
Are, how yeah. are you feeling? Are you excited <laughs> about it? I don't know. I, I, f- I don't know. I feel weird. You know, this, this back stuff, you know how I am. I mean, everybody at this point knows how I am. And so it feels really daunting right now mm-hmm. to have to walk through an airport and, and the seat. And it just feels really da- daunting and overwhelming right now. I don't know how I'm going to be able to do it. And so I'm, a, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I am not. And then to go to a concert, I have no business going to a concert. Um, so I'm a little overwhelmed. I'm a little worried. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm looking forward to, he has a pool because, you know, he lives in Arizona. So if you're going to live in Arizona, have one thing palatable in your home. Um, so I'm excited about the pool. I didn't swim at all last time, but I also didn't have this kind of pain last time. So I'm going to use this as a, as a physical therapy type deal. Um, yeah, I- I'm sure that I'll be happy once I get there. Right now I'm kind of like, uh... your plane leaves like at <laughs> six or something. It leaves at, well, it leaves. <laughs> so it leaves um, technically at seven fifty-three. So in my mind, I keep saying seven. Really, it's eight. Right. Um, <laughs> so that's probably part of my problem is that I don't have any idea what's going on. Um, I'm just sort of like you know in the general vicinity of the actual plan. Uh, <laughs> so it leaves at eight, and it gets there at. I think we travel back in time. No, we don't travel back in time because it's four three hours yeah you do it's no because it's well we do i meant back farther i meant leave at eight land at seven oh i see and we don't do that because there's that hour buffer is it a non-stop flight it is oh god i couldn't connect are you kidding oh yeah i hate hate connections that's for pores i can't (laughs) Uh, i'm i'm flying frontier and i didn't pay for it so i'm not talking about i'm not judging anyone um so yeah, there's no connecting. Um, it should be fine. I'm a little worried about the seat size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've just got I've, I've got a lot going on. I've got a lot going on. I'm a little nervous. I'm just nervous. I don't know what's happening. Um, so yeah, and also like I have this. I realized why I do this finally. Whenever I'm going somewhere, even if people are staying behind, my whole household is staying behind. The house isn't going to be empty, but I feel like I need to clean it top to bottom and like organize and know where everything is and everything is done and blah, blah, blah. And I realized it's because when I come home, I don't want to have to deal with it. And I am Uh. the sort of person who literally... We will sit down to watch Ted Lasso on the couch. We'll be eating dinner and I'll be staring at the crumbs under the couch. And like, I can't wait to sweep them up. Like, I just, I have anxiety until something's done. And so I think that's why I like to clean the house top to bottom. Because if I walk into a dirty house, even if that's how I left it, I will immediately like, oh, I should have cleaned off that table before I left. Oh, I should. It's just, I care about this. I wish I didn't, but I do. Problem is, the other two people in my house don't. And you're going to be gone for like two weeks. Two weeks. That's insane. I'm also starting to get a little weird about that. Like, I'm just, I'm, yeah. You know, let's keep in mind, I've only been, I've only seen him in person, you know, the last time I was there. Duh. Do you uh, think <laughs> that he's was really luring you out there to kill you? No. Maybe, maybe this is the long con. Oh my God. Maybe. What if it's, it takes 20 years and then finally he's like, that day has come. <laughs> he's been secretly stalking you all this time. 
like changing like lab reports. He works. He secretly works at Twenty Three and Me. <laughs> works there. Uh, for a while, Lily was convinced that someone lived in our attic. So that was him. It was him. <laughs> he lived in our attic. <clears throat> I don't think anyone would put that kind of work in to do anything to me, even if it was murder me. I don't think anyone would put the kind of man hours of planning in. Uh, but, you know, if if someone did put that kind of time in, it would be for murder and not for anything good. So, I, you know, it's, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So, and then you really have to say, you know what? Good for you. <laughs> I, mean, I can't be mad. So much planning. And you, you- cared. Yeah, you really. You cared about exactly. You put a lot of work into that. No one else has put this much work into doing anything for me. And yes, your (laughs) end goal was murder, but I just have to commend your level of attention. I have to admire the game. (laughs) Don't hate the player. So yeah, yeah. What is that sound happening over there? Is that your cat flopping around? No, I was just slapping my knee. Don't do that. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, how are you? What have you been doing? <clears throat> Nothing. Been in rehearsal this week again. So oh, that's right. That's um, right. That's right. Sure, sure, I sure. did finish the Laura Dern Diane Ladd book. And how did that? It's, did they die in the end? They don't die. Oh, that's weird. It's really right. good. It really brought up a lot of things for me, and um, they they just have very frank conversations with one another Mm -hmm. and i just it just made me think so much about my own relationship with my mom i thought about you a lot uh, about your relationship with your mom um and it just was like really it just really made me feel a lot of things like i just was like i wondered like is there anything like do you wish that you is there any conversations you wish you would have had with your mom before she passed away anything you wish you would have told her or asked her or did you guys have, like, I don't really know what your relationship was like. So did you do I, all those things anyway? So, gosh, I have so much coming. Is it our age? Does everyone at this age bracket start suddenly analyzing their parental, their childhood I mean, and their, because, my God, so much has come up for me lately. Um, and it's kind of put me and it's kind of like, oh, this is great. This is great. And the other part of it is like, wow, this is emotional turmoil that I don't want to deal with right now. Um, you know, I'm going, no, there isn't anything I wish I could have said because the things, the things that I'm having troubles with now, I didn't know when she was alive. And if we're talking about, oh, if I could go back in time knowing those things and talk to her about it, I don't think I would. Hmm. Because, you know, she was a very different generation. She was raised a very different way. She was raised in an explosive. I mean, she was very horribly abused. She didn't she wasn't taught how to mother. She wasn't taught. And and I think the things that she did, which. All she did was put me on diet pills. I'm making it sound like it was this. It, it wasn't. She put me on diet pills. Looking back at it now, okay, it's weird, you know, and I was told, oh, fat people, you know, 
don't matter and and what matters is looks and you can't be fit and those have that thought process has put a lot of things in line in my life for how I am and how I look and and if they hadn't been I might be a very different person and look very different so I can be mad at that but at the end of the day she was I think she was trying to protect me from stuff honestly um you know, her mother, who was the one that was abusive, lived with us. And you can say, oh, she shouldn't have lived with you. She did. And you can't change that. You can't go back. So uh, let's move on. Um, I think she was trying to protect me from my grandmother. I think she thought that if I looked a certain way, was a certain way, that maybe my grandmother wouldn't start with me. Um, and also, I think it was just ingrained in her. Like, you have to look a certain way. My mother was very beautiful. And... Uh, I think it was just ingrained in her. She had to look a certain way. She had to be a certain way. You know, she was the head cheerleader. She was this, she was that. Um, and I think that she knew what she was doing. I think she convinced herself that she was doing it for me. And also when our parents were raising us, they didn't have all this knowledge. You know what I mean? They didn't have all this mental health knowledge and Oh, if you do this, it's going to go one way. And if you do this, and here's the thing too, I'm fucking up my kid too. Just in a different way. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's, so I wouldn't have any of those conversations with her because I wouldn't want to hurt her. Cause I don't think she did anything. I'm going to cry. I don't think she did anything. Every mistake she made was out of love. And so I forgive her for that. God damn it, Joe. Oh. So sorry, that was not my intent. I didn't wake Every up and say I'm going to make her cry today. <laughs> you just wait. Every mistake was made out of love. My dad, on the other hand, I would have some conversations with, um, because the mistakes he made were not out of love. They weren't huge. Uh, everybody apparently everybody did it back in the day, and if you were in the military, you were just allowed to. <laughs> yeah, my dad did it too. In the scheme of things and the things that happen to people today, it wasn't that big of a deal. He was just a person making mistakes. But I would talk to him about those. I Because I, I would say, you knew what your wife's relationship with life was. You knew how she was raised. You knew the stuff she went through and you cheated on her. Like, that's fucked up, man. That's shitty. And so I would talk to him. I would let my... <laughs> I would let my mother remain in the dark. Cause it's okay. It's okay. And, and I think I believe in an afterlife and I think she knows, and I think she would beat herself up enough. Um, so it's okay. Thanks, Joe. (laughs) 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 Would you say anything to your dad or would you just leave it? Well, I don't know. Like, I think with my dad, like I've said this, I I wish because like when he was dying, he lived in Los Angeles. And so I had gone out there for a week, like when it was getting bad. And I may have talked about this on here before. I don't remember. But um, and so it was kind of like the whole deal was like, you know, I don't have long. If there's anything you want to ask me, it's an open book. And so like at the time I didn't know about his secret family, which we just found out about, you know, <laughs> well, that makes five... a big, and, and you're not, it's not on the tip of your brain. Uh, question one, do you have a secret family? <laughs> I'm just, I'm spitballing here. Um, I don't, but I just wish that he would have told me that at the time. Um, 
But that's really the big thing. And like my mom, you know, I still have, she still is around. And I just, I don't know. Like one of the things in the book was like, you know, Laura, uh, like Diane Ladd and Bruce Stern got divorced when she was two. And so like, she spent so much of her life of her mother being like, oh, that son of a bitch and all that stuff. So like one of the things in the book, she's like, you know, I just like, can we talk about him without the negative stuff? Because there was something that attracted to you to him to begin with. And I'd like to hear those stories. And that's something I was like, oh yeah, I would actually like to know that. I think how they came together and like, obviously like they got married in July. My sister was born in February, which is seven months if you do the math. So, and I've never talked to, I've never (laughs) talked to her about that, but obviously I'm sure that's why they got married. Um, But yeah, I think it's just a matter of, for me, just like really, and like my, so my grandma was married to my grandfather, my mom's dad. And he was a Lutheran, which was just the worst thing, according to her parents, my grandmother's parents. Isn't it so weird what parents care about? So stupid. So so shortly after my mom was born, her grandfather went down to where they were living with a shotgun and physically removed my grandmother and my mother from the home and were like, that's it. This marriage is done. You're both coming back with us. And so my mom didn't meet her father until she was 28. Oh, wow. But she has, I don't know if she's actually forgiven her grandmother and grandfather, but in her mind now, she is very, like, she misses them. She speaks very highly of them. And I just want to say, like, are you mad about that? Like, doesn't that just piss you off? Especially for something so trivial, which I I, know. I have a little insight, a little bit, I think. So would you categorize what they did as a form of abuse? I mean, they were kind of dicks, right? But was she abused in the past or anything like that? No, 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 no. I wonder, too, though, because for my mother, and I think I've said this on here before, like when my grandmother died, and I watched my parents when my brother died. When my grandmother died, I had never seen my mother react like that. And she had lost a child. And I think it's because... when you have an abusive parent and they're still in your life and when i say abusive in this context which is why i don't like to say it in in for any mistake that my parents made my grandmother tried to kill my mother i mean it it it, it, it was it was lifetime movie bad it was it was really bad um and i think when you have that kind of parent and they are still in your life somehow and they pass I think it's more upsetting because you didn't get the chance to have a better relationship. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, so I'm wondering if maybe your mother has always kind of lived with God, I disappointed them or not your mother, but I think all of the, like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And this is the kind of things like I would like, especially while I still have the opportunity to ask her about. And I don't know, like I worry now because she's like, super forgetful now and like i don't she doesn't have like alzheimer's or anything but it i don't know like i just i don't know like i i sometimes feel like the time for these talks was maybe like 10 years ago mm-hmm. but i don't know it was just it brought up a lot of things the other thing that i thought was so interesting was like laura Dern was talking about how she was just exposed to so much creativity at a young age mm-hmm. and that just really resonated mm-hmm. with me too because i really wasn't and like mm-hmm. i knew 
pretty much at a young age. Like I was in like sixth or seventh grade when I knew I wanted to like be an actor, even though they really didn't know what that meant. But like I look at some of our friends who like their parents took them to be in community theater shows and took them to be in like youth theater stuff. And like I didn't like I never knew any of those things even existed when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame my mom for that but it's just like I didn't have I didn't know about it and like there was no seemingly no effort put into um fanning those creative urges of me like there were no like we never went to the museum like we never went we went Mm -hmm. to the movies all the time but like that was it you know Mm -hmm. so like what like did you have were you exposed to creativity um you know, oh God, this can sound just stupid and pretentious. I think that some things are nerd. Obviously, everybody thinks that's it. It's scientific, Suze. You didn't make it up, you fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of my stuff came from nature as opposed to nurture. You know, my mother, uh, my mother was a painter. Mm. Um, I didn't know that till I was much older. My mother, both of my parents. And I think it's indicative of that generation. When they became parents, they ceased being people. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. And so there were so many things I didn't know about that. I didn't know my parents. No, I knew my dad's name. I knew my dad's name was Denny because my mother would say that. And my grandmother would say that. I didn't know my mother's name for a very long time. Really? She was mom. And I didn't know that her name was Karen. Yeah. I mean, it was... they once they were parents they ceased to be people um and but my mother was a painter god i wish i could draw that's god i wish i could draw uh my dad was in the musicals in high school um my mom sang and so and then it was really from my brother that i got all that stuff um so he taught me how to play my instruments. He took me to the movies. I And I just wanted to be him. So he was in plays. I saw him in plays. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do that. So I just think it was more nature. But they weren't, we weren't a going out type of family. Um, so no, in that regards, no. My brother was the one who took me everywhere. Um, I saw one movie with my parents together. Wow. Um, yeah, Tank with James Garner. <laughs> Um, so I just think it was sort of just there. Um, where was I going to go? I was going to say something else. Yeah. So yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't. And I, I get, um, nervous that I'm not doing enough for Lillian too, because there's a weird balance of, shoving your interests on your children and letting them find their own but still making sure that they have their own you know what i mean like Mm. i don't want to force her to play an instrument that it's very obvious to everyone involved she does not practice (laughs) and um so that's my that's my thing and listen, I haven't played since high school. It's not like I still play the trumpet or trump. I, I haven't played since high school. So why am I so fucking passionate about it? Just because I want to make her a little mini me. Who wants that? No one wants it. I don't want that. Um, <clears throat> but you at least have to make sure that they're interested in something. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's, it's, it's kind of nicer when they're not, um, interested in what you're interested in. Cause then it opens communication and you don't have anywhere that you can come from where I can overpower her with my knowledge of it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't give a shit about Legos, but tell me all about them. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, she's a, she writes a lot. She writes books. She has a whole series about a cupcake. Okay. Um, and she tells me about it and I don't have that. Um, one thing my mom did that drove me absolutely fucking crazy was if I sang, she always had to sing too. It was like a competition sort of. Um, and Lily and I don't have that because we just don't have the same interests. She looked at me. I think you were there. I forget what rehearsal it was. Because I took her to rehearsal all the time. And she was like, Mom, just so you know, I'm not doing, I'm not doing any of this. I'm not, this is boring to me, you guys. And you and she looks down on actors. She Oh, it's for no, you weren't there because it's for you got you've got mail. You guys, oh my God, aren't you embarrassed? <laughs> she says, Aren't you embarrassed? <laughs> Are you glad that you have a really small part in the show? Because yikes! <laughs> I mean, she is sa- she is savage, uh, savage. Um, she likes science fiction and um, all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of cool, but you gotta let your shit go. Do you know what I'm? You gotta let. You gotta. Well, my kid's gonna do that. No, they're not. They're gonna like. My kid believes in reincarnation and has a very strong stance about it and like it's cool to watch her have her own um ideas about stuff why the fuck did we start this conversation talking uh, about creativity being ah to. yes so i think i think it's i just don't think it's taking you to a museum or taking you here or taking you there i think it's letting your kids see that you're a person um it just makes a huge difference and i'm not saying like i don't complain about pete there's a fine line i don't complain about pete to my kid that's her dad and i'm not going to complain about him but we share knowing looks she knows stuff you know what i'm saying there's it's a very everything is a delicate balance and i'm here to tell you i'm still gonna fuck her up she's still gonna have weird issues when she's older and there's i just you just try really hard um but i think it's letting it's also letting your kids see you doing what you love to do and letting them have their, their own opinion on it. Yeah. I think, yes, for sure. I just keep thinking back, like my mom and my sister too, like didn't do, and I don't mean this pejoratively, but they just didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Like my mom was just go to work and come home, go to work and come home. And my sister, like, I always felt bad because we were in high school together for one year. And like, I was like that class president that year i did all the drama stuff and so like it just was like i don't know like she was the older one but she didn't really she wasn't really involved in high school you know what i mean right and there's nothing wrong with that it's just i didn't have those models of what right, but I did. you did it anyway though i did it anyway yeah but i'm saying that's what i'm saying like it's it's interesting like i think lily has this model of both you and pete being these creative types and right now she seems to be going a different way oh oh she yeah yeah it's just it's also interesting to me you know and i wonder though if we weren't creative and she was still creative because of nature 
if she would go the opposite way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, these two are sticks in the mud. Yeah, I yeah, need to, yeah. I need to go play my symbol. I don't know what the symbol is. Um, but because she is, you know, she sees all her friends, how we act together, how we rehearsal and she goes to work with Pete and she, so she has, it's almost as though she has enough to not have to do it. Does that make sense? Like, oh, my parents like doing those things. Okay, cool. I am free to choose what I like to do. Mm -hmm. Um, but listen, like I said, I'm still gonna fuck her up. There's still gonna be something she talks to a therapist about. So well, you course. know, you just you just do your best and you, you move on. Um she I tried to impress her today. <laughs> and you yes, you do try to impress your kids. She got into Stranger Things. Um I never let her watch it before because this is my child. She can watch she's obsessed with Jurassic Park. She can watch Jurassic Park all day long. She will not watch How to Train Your Dragon. She says it looks scary. Okay. My kid's weird. Listen, she's just, she's, there's something wrong with her. Um, So I haven't let her watch Stranger Things. And last night she comes in and she goes, can I watch? Um, There's a show called Stranger Things. Can I watch it? I was like, yeah, some of the monsters are really scary. And there's like jump scares and stuff. So I want you to be aware of that. But yes, you may watch it. She is obsessed. She loves it. So this morning she's watching it and I, I'm walking into the kitchen. I was like, I'm going to blow her mind. <laughs> and I said, you know, Will's mom played the little girl in Beetlejuice and she looks at me and then she goes no cap and I said no none none of the caps where are you getting this stop it no cap I was like no no cap and then I was like well this conversation is over I'm ancient well I'm just gonna limp back into the office there um, that I think is the response. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, no cap, she says to me. Um, so anyway, that was that. We saw Guardians of the Galaxy yesterday. Mm, I gathered. Uh, listen to this bullshit. Please lay it on me. Are you ready? I hope so. I've spoken. I have two nemesis. If you're if you're a constant listener, you know this. My first nemesis shall remain unnamed, who is in the latest episode of Ted Lasso. Oh, yes. But he plays an asshole, so I'm okay with it. My other nemesis, who doesn't know that she is my nemesis and probably doesn't even remember my existence or my name. Oh, no. Is Miriam Shore. Is she in this? She is in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I wow. She came on screen and I out loud, and there was someone next to me, out loud I said, oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> oh, it's a really small part. <laughs> but it's a Marvel movie. And I was like, are you for those of you who don't know miriam shore is a girl that uh i went to high school with we overlapped only one year i'm telling you she probably doesn't know of my existence i wanted to be the narrator and joseph in the amazing technical dream code she on a whim because it was her senior year and she wanted to pad her resume decided for the first time to try try out for an, uh, a musical and guess what she got the narrator based on that one show she decided to major in acting of U- at u of m then then my friends she originated uh the role of who now yitzhak. i forget the yitzhak on broadway for hedwig and the angry inch 
Do you see why she's my nemesis? She has it out for me. That's bullshit. So yes, she popped up in this Marvel movie and I was like, meanwhile, I can't walk to theater four, but this bitch is in a Marvel movie. Great. Oh, and the Marvel movie? It was in theater eight. First one. Suck on that. It was very good. <clears throat> you know, it's Chris Pratt. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's gross. But they played a uh, trailer for uh, The Flash. And they do it very well. Speaking because that I know they they you hear his voice and you're like, oh, it's Michael Keaton. And then he says, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. And oh, my God, I know I'm very conflicted. What am I going to do? I mean, I don't know. If it were Val Kilmer, I know what I would do, but I hate you so much. All right. Well, if it were Val Kilmer, clearly the best Batman, <laughs> what would you do? Would you go and see the No, because I'm not that invested. I hate you so much. Just back me up. Like, seriously, back me up. Also, you don't watch Vanderpump Rules, so that cuts an hour out of this episode. <laughs> oh, but we <laughs> saw the commercial for the new York, the new New York. Real oh, there's a commercial. Mm-hmm. It was on Top Does Chef on Thursday. I don't uh, know. See, I stopped watching Top Chef. I don't know. It's just all these people who I don't know who they are. So I don't know how I feel about it. Now, they say a reboot, which is weird to me. Like, just say, hey, we haven't done it. We got all new people. Oh, the kid, that's too long. I hear it now. Um, <laughs> like, is it going to be different? Like, are they going to frame it differently? I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Why, if it ain't broke, why fix, why fix it? Don't fix it. If it ain't broke. Well, but it was broke. Which well, is sure. And they are fixing it. But I mean, <laughs> but what I mean is. <laughs> but what I really mean, if you would read between the lines, you the, fucking asshole. The format, I'm sure, is just going to be the same. I mean, it's not going to be like a game show or anything like that. <laughs> what game show would it be? I don't know. The Real Housewives of New York City. Good. Hosted by Steve Harvey. I don't know. <laughs> In his suits. No, it's just hosted by one of his suits. <laughs> <laughs> did we talk about the uh, on on here? Did we talk about my uh, appointment with my specialist? Yes, we did. Okay, well then I won't depress people anymore. Uh, still fat, everyone. If anyone's keeping track, if you're keeping score at home, I've probably gained weight. Um, <laughs> what else? Oh, <laughs> should we save some of this for the next episode? That we are recording today. Uh, recording first. There's podcast magic happening because I'm leaving, so we're recording two episodes today. Yeah, and I need to. Uh, I haven't. I'm not prepared for that yet. Okay. You know what? It's not going to take you long to prepare because um, I didn't watch the whole thing. Okay. Um. So yeah, but I'm home tonight by myself. So. So that's okay. So I'll, I won't save anything. Then, I should be I'll probably. Huh? Six. That's fine. Okay. All right. But I need I'm to watch. I'm... Yeah, no, I. Yeah. yeah, you should probably watch the subject probably. matter. So I won't be like, it was so funny when she said the thing about seashells. Yeah, you're never going to say it's so funny. Anyway. Ooh. <laughs> oh, this, I started binging the show 911. Oh, no. Here we go. Don't you hear we go, man? It is the best <laughs> show I have ever seen in my entire existence. You want to know why? You want to know why? Our queen, Angela Bassett. Yeah. She's a carrots TV. 
She is bringing it. She is bringing home that bacon and she's frying it up. I'm obsessed. I love this show. I can't you say just Ryan Murphy. I just can't do it. Oh yeah. No, I see that. It, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. But I will say it was a it was a network show, so it's not gonna be as weird. Yeah. Right. And yeah. also because it's him, there's a lot of gay representation, which is nice. True. And True. and minority representation. So that's nice. But what I'm fascinated with is watching every episode literally going, that's Angela Bassett. That's Angela ba- what is she doing? Slumming it. Slumming in a it on slumming it in a procedural. And she doesn't act like that though. She brings it. Girls gotta love eat. Love it. And Peter Krause. Oh, so hot. Oh my God. I love it. I love the show. You're never going to watch it. That's fine. I'm going to watch it. Connie Britton still on where you are. I'm sorry. What? Connie Britton still on where you are. No, but listen to this. Uh, no, cause I'm on season four. Oh, wow. Um, Connie Britton only did the first season and that was in her contract that she would only do the first season. And it was because, um, Ryan Murphy is one of those people that put certain people in everything. And she is one of those people and she's like his good luck charm. And so she was like, yes, I'll come do the first season, but then I'm out. Um, overrated. She's overrated. Don't get me started on Connie Britton. Um, so I'm watching that. Who replaced her? Jennifer Love Hewitt? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mm-hmm, 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 She's mm-hmm. still on? Yeah. I think she goes to the end. It's all, like it's still going, I think. Yeah, it's moving to a new network in the fall. Uh, oh, really? Mm, moving it's to ABC. Already... No, that is not correct. That is correct. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. It started on Fox. Now mm-hmm. it's going to ABC? Mm-hmm. Uh, where go- shows go to die. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well they had a good run. Uh, all right. <laughs> Marvel characters and stuff start showing up because it's ABC. <laughs> Angela Bassett doesn't know what to do. I don't know how to act in this scene because my worlds are colliding. Snow White um, is coding. <laughs> once. What? No, once upon a time. Oh, once is a musical no. that I've never. <laughs> No. Oh, that is disgusting. Oh no, that would no. not be for me. No. I tried it. No, it's pretty bad. It's yeah. Pretty bad. No. That would not be for me. <laughs> oh no. Oh Don't no. Don't be stupid. Don't be fat and stupid. <laughs> uh, what else? Gosh, it felt like we had so much to talk about. We did. We've talked a lot. Um, should we shut up and talk about our subject matter? Let's what, do what? it. Let's do it. Let's talk about our subject matter. Who are we watching today? Today we watched Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer he, Love Hewitt. Oh no, Jennifer, I watched the wrong thing. <laughs> Jennifer Love Lawrence. Here's a thing or two about Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> I just want to. <laughs> Jennifer Schrader Lawrence oh. was born on August 15th, 1990. Fuck off. You know yeah. what? Just fuck off. All right, we're done. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Fuck Jennifer From now Lawrence. on, it's only olds. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, Next we're week going to talk about my... Phyllis Diller. <laughs> wait, wait, I was going to say Marlene Dietrich. Why? Who? Marlene. That's not even her name, is it? Marlena Dietrich. Oh, is that Marlena a made up name? Is that a made up name? Is it? That's her name. Marlena Dietrich. Why is it so wrong? I don't know. <laughs> 
You know, that that fucking funny lady from <laughs> Dietrich. She was hysterical. That anyway, fucking sorry. goddamn hysterical bitch. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> August 15th, 1990, she was born in Indian Hills, Kentucky. She is 32. God, you know, 32. Her father, Gary, is a construction company owner, or at least was, probably still is, because her parents are probably younger than we are. Um, <laughs> and her mother... Her parents are 33 and 34. <laughs> you know how it is in Kentucky. Uh, <laughs> uh, her mother, Karen, is a summer camp manager. She has two older brothers, Ben and Blaine. Oh, my God. And she did not enjoy her childhood due to hyperactivity and social anxiety. And she considers herself a misfit amongst her peers. She says, I was a weirdo. I've always just had this weird anxiety. I hated recess. I didn't like field trips. Parties really stressed me out. And I had a very different sense of humor. She shared a story about the time she thought it would be hilarious to jump out of the emergency exit of a moving bus. Oh my God. That did not go over well. That is a <laughs> knee slapper of a joke. <laughs> oh, that old one. That old chestnut. How many times have I done that? Um, yet her experiences are less lighthearted than the movie star we've come to love. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence was placed into therapy and heavily medicated for quite some time. In fact, her issues didn't really clear up until she left high school and properly pursued acting at the age of 15. Once she found something she was, quote, good at, her parents saw a major change. Uh, We're paying for therapy and all this medication, said her mother, and we don't need it when she's here. Um, She's happy. Uh, she has said that her anxiety has vanished when performing on stage and that acting gave her a sense of accomplishment. She had her first acting assignment at the age of nine, playing a sex worker in a church play based on the book of Jonah. I can only Me imagine too, girl. Same. how that went over. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, for the next few years, she continued taking parts in church plays and school musicals. When she was 14, her family went on vacation to New York City, where, of course, how this happens every day, she was spotted on the street by a talent scout who arranged for her to audition for talent agents. Her mother was not keen on her pursuing an acting career, but she ended up briefly moving her family to New York to let Jennifer read for roles. After her first cold reading, the agents said that hers was the best they had heard from someone so young. However, her mother convinced her that they were lying to her. That's Wait, what? Terrible. Say yeah. that again? The agents told her that her cold reading was the best they had heard from someone so young, but her mother convinced her that they were lying to her. Why would she do that? Because she didn't think that acting was a good fit for her. Made her. I know. I I don't know what's going on in her mother's head. Join the club, my friend. <laughs> uh, Jennifer has said that her early experiences were difficult because she felt lonely and friendless. She ended up signing with a talent agency, which convinced her parents to let her audition for roles in Los Angeles. While her mother encouraged her to go into modeling, she insisted on pursuing acting which she considered a natural fit for her abilities, and she turned down several modeling jobs. She dropped out of school when she was 14 without receiving a GED or a diploma. Uh, She has described herself as being self-educated and that her career was her priority. 
Between her acting jobs in the city, she made regular visits to Louisville, where she was an assistant nurse at her mother's camp. What is what a varied life she has led for right? someone so young. Right? Um, in 2014, she was one of the victims of the celebrity nude photo leak in which several mm. private nude photos were hacked and posted online. Yeah, she I'm emphasized saying. that the photos were never meant to go public, um, calling the leak a sex crime and a sexual violation. And she added that the viewers of the images should be ashamed of themselves for perpetuating a sexual offense. However, unlike other victims of the incident, she did not sue Apple Inc. During filming of X-Men First Class in 2010, she began dating her co-star Nicholas Holt. Hubba hubba. All right. Their relationship ended around the time they wrapped filming X-Men Days of Future Past in 2014. In 2016, she began dating filmmaker Darren Aronofsky after they had met during the filming of Mother. They broke up in November of 2017. In 2018, she began a relationship with Cook Maroney. Ah, Cook Maroney, you say? Oh, Cook Maroney! Uh, who was an art gallery director. They became engaged in February 2019 and married that October in Rhode Island. She has suffered through two miscarriages. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first was in her early 20s, and she was 100% intending to get an abortion before, quote, I had a miscarriage alone in Montreal. Mm. She had another one a couple of years ago while shooting Don't Look Up in late 2020, early 2021. At this point in her life, she was married and very much wanted to have a child, but sadly, she had suffered another miscarriage. Mm. In February 2022, she gave birth to their son, who they have named Cy, C-Y. Oh, cute. Yeah. Cute. And she loves being a mother. It's the best thing she's ever done. Oh, so she has a definitive answer. (laughs) And that is what I have on Jennifer Lawrence. All right. All right. Um, Well, here is her carrier. Um, Lawrence began her acting career with a minor role in the TV pilot Company Town. Company Town? 2006. That You binged Company Town. (laughs) Oh, my God. Who hasn't? (laughs) Uh, oh not no one because it was never sold um (laughs) he followed it with guest roles in several television shows including monk and medium weird uh she received her first part as a series regular on the tbs sitcom the bill engville show in which she played lauren the rebellious teenage daughter of a family living in suburban I'm going to call it Louisville because it's in Colorado. Um, The series premiered in 2007 and ran for three seasons. Um, She made her film debut in 2008 drama film Garden Party, in which she played a troubled teen named Tiff. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, She then appeared in director Guillermo. Oh, gosh. I don't know how to say his last name. Eric. Guillermo. We all know him as Guillermo. Uh, feature film The Burning Plane. Uh, drama narrated in a hyperlink format. Okay, sure. She was cast as the teenage daughter of Kim Basinger's character who discovers her mother's extramarital affair. She shared the role with Charlize Theron, who played the older version of her character. Oh, I can see it. Mark Feeney of the Boston Globe described her role as a thankless task. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, while uh, Derek Ellie of Variety praised her as a produ- as the production's prime asset, 
Um, in 2011, uh, Lawrence took a supporting role in Like Crazy, a romantic drama about long-distance relationships starring Anton, oh, Yelchin. Mm. I love him. And Felicity Jones. Uh, um, let's see. Oh. It's good. Okay. She then appeared again with Yelchin and Jodie Foster's The Beaver. Did you see that movie? No. I neither did I. Never Alongside will I. No. Alongside Foster and Mel Gibson. Uh filmed in 2009. The production was delayed due to controversy concerning Gibson and earned less than half of its $21 million budget. Uh after her dramatic role in Winter's Bone. Uh, <laughs> Lawrence looked for <laughs> looked for something less serious and found it with her first high-profile release, uh, X Men: First Class. She portrayed the shape-shifting mutant Mystique, a role played by Rebecca Romaine in the earlier films. Bond cast Lawrence. Oh, I wonder if she'll come to the MCU. <gasps> Jennifer Lawrence, what a get! All right, sorry. Uh, Von Kasslorenz, as he thought that she would be able to portray the weakness and strength involved in the character's transformation. For the part, Lawrence lost weight and practiced yoga. Yep. Uh, for Mystique's blue form, she had to undergo eight hours of make makeup where latex pieces and body paint were applied to her otherwise nude body. Who hasn't done that? <laughs> Um, the process required Lawrence to report to the set at 2 a.m. Vogue. She was intimidated by, in the role as she admired Romaine. That's uh, and, yeah. In 2012, Lawrence started as Katniss Everdeen in The Hunger Games. Uh, she started in all of the Hunger Games trilogy. And then in later in 2012, uh, she starred in David O. Russell's romantic comedy drama, Silver Linings Playbook. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, just wanting to make sure. She, when did she get her? I'm supposed to tell you guys. I'm not supposed to ask you guys. Did she get? Hold on. She won an Oscar. What did she win it for? She won it for Silver Linings Playbook. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, so she has won an Oscar. And um she has been in a movie a year since 2008. That's crazy. Um, her next movie is No Hard Feelings. Let's see what this is about. That's oh, the one. the that one that I I get I get the yick from that. I don't like that. So that's the one where the parents um tried to get their son an escort, essentially. To the and she, sure, and she plays that person. Um, so that is uh Jennifer Lawrence. There she is. There she was. There she will be. There she will be. So, um, you go first. Yes. So my choice for the week was Silver Linings Playbook. And you loved it. I do. I love this movie so much. Okay. You hated this movie. I adore it. Oh, do you? I do. I adore it. Oh, my God. I even said to Joe today, Suze is going to hate this movie. No, I oh, my God. It. I love it so much. I it's loved it. so 
They're good. So now listen, the whole time I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, it it's very much sort of is like a play. Hmm. Does that make sense? Like the 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 <clears throat> nothing when you get right down to it, nothing is really high stakes. It is in these people's lives, mm -hmm. but not to the person watching it. Does that make sense? Yes, I can see and a, that. And a lot of movies inflate um, the stakes so that the viewer feels it too. Mm -hmm. and the and plays don't really do that and so it kind of read like a play i also was like god if i was reading this as a book i would hate it i would throw it across the room i would hate it but as a movie seeing it i loved it and their performances bradley cooper jesus so good so i think he's really underrated i agree with you i was like this performance was oscar worthy he should have won the oscar this year he really should. it was so and because so many people think he's attractive and i'm like eh, he's all right but in this movie he was hot and it was because of the vulnerability and and yeah oh god and she's great everybody's great so great she yeah so she's good. so good robert de niro i just fucking love jackie weaver so much so great chris tucker chris tucker I forgot he was in this movie because I have seen it before. I forgot he was in this movie and I did he's too. amazing too. Oh, good. Julia Stiles, who I also forgot was in this movie doing probably her best work. Her best work because she's not Julia Stiles. Yep. She is Julia Stiles in every fucking movie I've ever seen except for this one. Yep. She is an actress in this one. Yep. She yep. Acts. I was like, good for her. God damn it. Yep. Um, It's everybody's amazing. It's so good. It's just, if you don't, if it's, this movie is now 11 years old, but, um, so just a quick overview after a stint in a mental institution, former teacher, Pat Salatano moves back in with his parents and tries to reconcile with his ex-wife. Things get more challenging when he meets Tiffany, a mysterious girl with problems of her own. Um, yeah, it's so funny and so dear and mm. so touching and just so honest in yeah. such an outrageous kind of way. Um, I, maybe that's what I mean. It's so honest and that there's nothing like it. It feels like you're just watching this dude after yeah. he's been released from, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not, it's not some confabulated. It's just, they're high stakes to these characters, but really to us, it'd be like, whatever, but Oh God, it's, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, so good. Written and directed by David O. Russell, who is one of my favorite film directors. Um, who also did. I heart Huckabees, which was, is one of my favorite movies, the fighter, which I love. Um, I just love him. Um, it's interesting because this, uh, Silver Linings Playbook received eight uh, Oscar nominations, including Best Picture, Best Director, Best Screenplay, uh, Best Actor, Actress, Supporting Actress, Supporting Actress, uh, and she was she won for Best Actress. He should have won too. He was so good. Yep, one hundred percent. I was having a Bradley Cooper kind of day yesterday. He's Rocket in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I didn't Rocket. remember that. Yeah. 
when this first went into development, uh, it was uh, David O. Russell initially intended to make it with Vince Vaughn and Zoe Deschanel. Oh, thank God. Neither one of those things happened. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. No, it would have been the Vinciest Vaughnest. He doesn't have the range. He doesn't. He wouldn't have played it honestly, I don't think. Uh, no, I agree. And then it's going to get better for you, too. So, but then he, David O. Russell went on to make The Fighter instead. And so then after that, then Mark Wahlberg was attached. Uh, but then he dropped out because of a scheduling conflict. Oh, thank God. And then Anne Hathaway was cast as Tiffany. Absolutely the fuck not. Get out of here. But due to scheduling conflicts with The Dark Knight and creative differences with David O. Russell, she dropped out. And he initially was not going to cast Jennifer Lawrence because he thought she was too young because she was 21 when they filmed. She um, was but, only 21? Uh-huh. Um, but then after her audition, he changed her mind and cast her immediately. She does not come off as 21. Oh, my God. No way. I yeah, totally she was believed. 22 when she won her Oscar. Okay. Well, she can fuck off. Um... Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And there's just, there's so much. I love the scene where he's looking for his wedding video. Um, and just the, all that sort of, not sort of, that violence happens so unexpectedly. Um, it's just such a chaotic scene. I just love it so much. I love when he tosses that Ernest Hemingway book out the window <laughs> and then and goes and wakes his parents up to talk about how terrible it is at four in the morning. <laughs> It just, it makes you, because when you watch this movie, you really, I really saw it through his and her eyes. So when he's looking for the wedding video, I wasn't sitting there going, oh God, and he's making a scene and he's gonna, like, I was literally like, where's his video? Why should it be so, he wants to watch it. Why should it be so, like, I was there with him. And then the cops are called. I was like, why are the cops here? I'm just trying to find a fucking room. Like, I totally was on board. I wanted him to see his video. I felt the same way. Like, because normally it's so easy to be like, oh, my God, when you're watching something like this. Yeah. Like, dude, get over it. Get it's over not it. happening. Get over it. But he's just so good. And you just root for him to get what he wants so much. Seriously. I was like, I, I know it's late get up where the fuck is my video yeah. like it should be waiting for me i'm crazy you don't think i would have like no i loved it oh i loved it they're just both so everybody is so good and chris tucker is just oh, i know it's so good i love it i'm so so glad i love <laughs> the dance their dance at the end when they do the the lift the move is so fucking funny it's just all of it is so that's great. the only moment where you're like Oh, why did any of us think that was going to work? That's terrible. Because <laughs> when they do it in the base, uh, where her apartment or whatever it is, yeah. you don't think about, you're like, oh, that could, okay. You know, they don't show it on the, but then they do it and you're like, oh no, we should, we all should have seen that that was a terrible idea. Her vagina is basically in his face and none of us clocked that. And now it's going way wrong. <laughs> Um, and just the little details, uh, like always wearing the garbage bag when he goes mm -hmm. jogging. But the thing, like, I'm like, of course, because it might rain. <laughs> like, I just was <laughs> like, I just, I would, yeah, 
Or like when she's uh, when she's yelling, was she yelling assault? What was she yelling in front of the movie theater? Oh yeah, um, uh, I can't remember. And it's the first time that you that you like you're looking at his character going, no, that's not what she's stop stop harassing him. He's been yeah, he just gets you on his. Oh god, no, it's great. I loved it. I loved it. I'm I loved so it. glad. I loved it. Good. Yes, I love it. If you haven't seen it. Go see it. If you have seen it, watch it again. It's just so good. It's so good. Yeah. It's great. It's really, really lovely. And I don't think it's sad. It's not sad. No. It's hopeful throughout yep. the whole thing. Yep. 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 And, and it's not like you don't watch them in pity and like, oh, God, that's so sad. You don't. You're like, mm-hmm. take the letter. Do <laughs> ah! Like, it's just great. Yep. Um, There's so much to love about it. Yes, watch it. Just watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. It's terrific. It's great. In the end, and there's no, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I love it's it. lovely. I... And now, what did you have us watch? <laughs> it was getting, I couldn't decide. And at first, I was going to be a real bitch and I was going to make you watch Mother. Oh, which I've never seen. I've always wanted to. Really? I've never seen it either. And I've only wanted to out of, this is going to sound stupid. Why would you do anything out of curiosity? Not because I just want to know how it ended. I'm weird. I just want to know how things end. Like if you say somebody dies, I want to know the cause. Don't just hit me with somebody died. Give me a cause of death. I don't know them. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> so I'm just nosy. So I've always wanted to watch it just because to see where all the hullabaloo was about. But I didn't because it got to the point where I was like, I just don't know if either one of us have time to do so she hosted saturday night live just the one time which i found crazy and it was in and it was right at she was there promoting silver linings playbook Mm -hmm. um so it was january 19th 20th um of 2014 uh season 38 and it was like a little time capsule it was it was so weird and as i'm watching it i was like See, I don't get these jokes because I don't remember why they're telling these jokes. Yeah, a lot of like, I'm like, oh, Eddie Bryant was just featured. Oh, Cecily Strong was just featured. Kate McKinnon was just a featured player. But you know what else? Tim Robinson. I know. And I was like, this is why she picked it. It wasn't because I didn't know. (laughs) I didn't know at all because I can never, because he was only on one season, right? Yeah, and it was like an episode where he was in a lot of those sketches. He was in a lot of stuff. I can tell you right now, with utmost certainty, he wrote, and when I say certainty, this is my gut reaction, not because he actually told me, because we're not friends like that. But he had to have written the dog sketch, because that's just, (laughs) it's so dumb, and I fucking loved it. I was not a fan. And he, he wrote the letters sketch, because all they're doing is playing a game of love letters which I love when they do that shit and the audience doesn't know. And me as an improviser is going, they're just putting love letters. <laughs> um, her monologue. Oh, I thought it was funny. I liked when she was smacking down on everyone. Naomi, well, you what's could- your problem? <laughs> <laughs> but I, you could tell that she was almost kind of uncomfortable with it. Cause then she would say a very sincere, I love you. You're the greatest, you know? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, she didn't want to say these things. And she wants these ladies to know that she's joking. Although the Tommy Lee Jones, <laughs> the Tommy Lee Jones bit was funny. Um, it, 
Jason Sudeikis was still on there. Taryn Killam. Taryn Killam. Uh, A poor man's Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> um, Seth Meyers was doing Weekend Update. Oh, By and I read himself. an article that she wanted to get with him when she was. Oh wow! Get a crush on him, to get with him, yeah. Interesting. Um. Oh, there, sorry. Hold that thought. Ahead. I just made me think because I didn't say it about several lines playbook. I love that she was fired from her job for sleeping with everyone in the office. <laughs> everyone, we're there. Any women? Two. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did you? They tell you what to do. <laughs> um. Yeah, she I was felt a like teacher, and she made you sit on her lap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I felt like this was not a great episode of Saturday Night Live. I thought the girlfriend talk show was not great. It was not great. Um, I felt like the restaurant rude waitress thing was not great. Uh, I did really laugh when she was the female rapper who just refused to rhyme (laughs) her stuff. I thought that was real funny. Because she'd always be like, ba ba da ba da, and mm, hey. <laughs> hey, did you hear? What? <laughs> she was very cute in that. Um, I, it did, though, strike me that that sketch very much made me go, oh, there's no black people in this cast. <laughs> oh, two. yeah. There was Jay Farrow and um, Keenan Thompson, but there's no black women in that cast. And you're like, maybe, maybe they shouldn't have done this sketch. Maybe they shouldn't have leaned into yeah. this like they did uh this yeah. requires people of color or else it's bordering on offense <laughs> yeah i didn't even think about that and that's what's so great about it now is like there are actually whole sketches with people of color and, yes which making is, fun like, of white people a, which i yeah. fucking love <laughs> yeah so different from any really any other season of saturday Night Live. Uh, and the lumineers were on talk about a snapshot in time right singing uh, hey ho or ho hey or hey ho I always skip over the musical guest. I often do. I did watch Hey Ho, Ho Hey, uh, whatever it's called, because I do like that song. Um, Yeah, I always skip over the musical guest unless it's someone I really like, which is very rarely a thing. Yeah. Um, Chicago has been on it. Mm. I'm, but, you know, not recent, like minute start. They're going to be on next week. There we go. Can you imagine? No. No, because they're all 90 years old. Um, they would need like an orthopedic surgeon on site. Uh, they still tour. I don't know why I'm talking about them like this. Um, what? I I liked the dog sketch. I did not like the dog sketch. And that is completely 100% fucking valid. The reason I liked it is because aside from maybe the waitress sketch, it was the only sketch where... She was fully in it. You could tell she had memorized it, so she didn't have to look at the cards, which is always... And I'm sure I would be the same way. Like, oh, I'm doing really well. They can't tell I'm looking at the cards. And then you watch your episode, and you're like, I never move my eyes. They're yeah. always on the cards. This look is at me, please. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so that was the only scene that she didn't do that in. Um, and I... <laughs> It was it was so dumb. It was so fucking dumb. But they were so good at she especially was so good at being a dog. It just <laughs> it just killed me. Um that's really that and her rapper were the only thing that stood out to me. Yeah, it was pretty unmemorable. 
Yeah, I feel like she would be better now. Yeah, I wish that they would have her back on. Maybe, well, that movie's coming out over the summer, so. But maybe next year. Is the writer's strike still going on? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's wrap that up. Hi guys, could you get over yourself? Hey, we need to watch some things on TV. So can you uh, just get back to work? Thanks. My entertainment is in jeopardy. So <laughs> you could get over yourself and wanting to buy food and stuff. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, ABC's whole false schedule is not one scripted show. It's all really. And, yeah. Wow, I love how ABC was just like fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're putting something on here. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just stare. They didn't even. They're not holding out hope. It's just nope. reruns of the amazing race. <laughs> Dancing with the stars. And they're going to reboot them all. Um, oh, I watched all of them all. The new season. Oh, I need to do that still. It's good. I liked it. Um, So that was Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Good guys. times. Good times. Good times. Uh, so we'll be back next week in some next, form. Next week. This isn't a visual medium, so you can't no. see us <laughs> winking at each other. Um, if you want to write us an email. Which you won't, but. <laughs> Although what's funny, now that you say that, I think there's an email that we ignored. Uh, I just checked. I didn't. Are you sure? No, but. Um. No, oh, so many things. No. So many, so many things. What about? No. Oh, no, you read that one. Okay, because it was a Catherine Tate one. Catherine Tate email. I didn't think we had done that. Oh, we should do Catherine Tate. Maybe I'll do her next. Um. So if you want to write us, you can write us at 3funnyladies at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram, 3funnyladiespodcast. Yeah, do it. Um, all right. Well, bye. <laughs> See you next week. Um, bye. Okay, bye.